Y'all already know who this is. This is Queen Ernestine. And yes, I am your host tonight. I am so excited to be back with you all. But this is a wonderful show that we're getting ready to have with our kingdom couples. Yes, 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 yes. But before I get started, we cannot forget the queen herself with the master plan, the visionary of this whole talk show. We got our host, Queen Yolanda Mitchell. We also got our host, co-host to the left of me, Queen Vicki Robinson. And we can't forget about our king apostle who's not here today, but you know he's here in spirit. The wonderful, honorable king apostle, Timothy Carter. Yay. So tonight we just going to get, let's get it started. We about to get it started in here. I'm super excited for all the couples, kingdom couples that are listening, future kingdom couples that are listening. And if you like me, all the single ladies that are listening, we're going to get all these nuggets tonight, all these jewels tonight for our crowns. So tonight I want to introduce you to the Pate. This is the Kingdom Couple. We have King Charles Pate and Queen Inez Pate. And so at this time, I want to open the floor to Queen Inez so that she can introduce herself, let us know about her, and then she can introduce her king so he can let us know about him. So at this time, Queen, I pass you the mic, Queen Inez. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm excited to be here tonight talking to you all. To everybody that's listening, God bless you, and I hope you tuned in, and I hope you get something from this interview, and I'm excited. Like I said, I'm Evangelist Inez Pate um, under the leadership as me and my husband pastored the Experience Worship Center is the name of our ministry. Ministry, amen. Um, I'm an evangelist. I dealt with that kind of calling a while back to the side, you know, minister evangelist, probably so many names, but God way heavy on me with the evangelistic calling. And I'm glad to walk in that calling. I was running from that calling, but I thank God I've been ministering about 12 years, maybe, give or take. Just excited to be a willing vessel for the Lord. Amen. When he called me, I told him I'll be willing. Just He said, if he called you, he'll equip you. So I'm just willing to preach and teach the word of God. Amen. And I'm excited about that, working along with my husband. Like he said, kingdom couple. Amen. Amen. And we have five boys, five kings. Amen. No girls. Right now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And they've been a blessing as well. And I could talk about that all day, but I'm going to let my husband introduce himself as we go into this interview. My name is Pastor Charles Payne, and I'm a talker. And I'm not much of a talker unless I'm in the pulpit, but I'm going to try tonight. I've been in the ministry of probably about 19 years, going on 20 years, and I've been preaching for a while, and I kind of ran from the call that was on my life out. I always grew up, I grew up in the church, and I was raised by my grandmother, so that's what we did. We we went to church, I mean, especially on Sunday, that was church. We went to church, Amen. Sunday school, morning service, and then back in the day, you used to go out and take a break, go eat a snack or whatever, and then we were right back at it. So I've been in the church all my life, but I didn't really understand until I got older the relationship, knowing God for myself. It was just my parents mm-hmm. took me 
and my grandmother took me, and they set that foundation. So I've been in the ministry for a while, been in the church for a while, and I thank God for what he's done in our life, and he has truly blessed us where we have experienced a lot of things in our lives, and we've been able to do a lot of things, and we've overcome a lot of things. We're still going to do things, but with Amen. God's help and his power, he promised that he would never leave us, nor forsake us. So I take that literally, that he's always with us. So as, as we as a couple, and this year we've been married, what, 23 years? Did I get it right? Yeah, hey. I got it right. <laughs> Going on 24. I got it right. All so right, going now. 24, 24 years of marriage, and I'm going to say this, as always in marriage, it's ups and downs, it's like a roller coaster. But we have decided to stay on the roller coaster. Don't get off. It's, that's the easy way hey, out. Come on Just now. Jump and get off. But we ride, we ride this thing out. When you take those vows, it's better or worse. And so you got to take the good with the bad. And that's the way life is. going to have some good days, bad days, up, down. Just stay on and just keep riding it out. Amen. And you know what? I just want to just tell you, you are right at home, sir. Um, I know you said you're not much of a talker unless you're in a pulpit. But look at this as your virtual pulpit because you are already ministering and you are already helping the people. And I'm glad that you opened up with the roller coaster, how marriage is a roller coaster ride. And, and you're going to have your ups and downs, your twists and turns. You're going to go through circles. And something you said that right out, out, out the gate that I pray that our audience heard you, stay on the ride. Stay on the ride. It's, well, I'm reminded when you go on a roller coaster, you got to be uh, fastened in and make sure you, you have the safety procedures and all of that. And while you own the ride, you can't undo that seatbelt. You can't latch off because it's dangerous. You'll hurt yourself or, or, or destruction can come. So I just thank you. And so for everyone that's listening and tuning in, if you are married, if you are a kingdom couple, you will have ups and downs. You will have twists and turns. But as the man of God just stated, stay on the ride. So thank you, sir. And while we on the subject of staying on the ride, we all know that what the word of God says, when a man signs a wife, he signs a good thing. So can you, King, let us know what made you attracted to your queen? And once you answer that question, I have the same question for you, Queen Inez, what made you attracted to your king? So, King Charles, we'll start with you. What made you attracted to her when you first met her? What made me attracted to her, it was she's very outspoken and her smile. We are kind of, we opposites, like salt and pepper, but we blend together and bring that season. Mm, mm. Um, Thank you. Holy so, God. it was mainly that smile. And when I first met her, I'll be honest, I was trying to talk to her friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying Come to talk to her and then, and then I was like, we just started talking. We be, Really, we became friends at first. So mm -hmm. we were friends. And then that's how we started dating. We started out as being friends, just conversating, getting to know each other. And we just became real good friends. Oh, wow. That's great. And you know what? You helped me because one of my one of my things that I'm always told is my mouth. You talk too much. You your mouth, your mouth. And so for you to say that she's outspoken, that was something that attracted, attracted you to her. I'm like, Lord, it's helping me. Because <laughs> I know I'm outspoken. And a lot of men can't stand that. So it's a king out there that like that. So thank you, sir, for saying that. And I'll pass the mic to you, Queen Inez. What made you attracted to your husband? 
um his physique at the time. All right. I think, yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. His physique. I had. I was in a relationship with this guy, and it wasn't a good relationship. And I'm gonna tell you, I prayed, y'all. Sincere prayer. God answered sincere prayer. I, when I tell you, I cried and I prayed. I cried my pillow wet, and I meant every word that I said. I told God, I said, I want a husband. I want a husband that loved God. I want a husband that fear God. I, and I wasn't saved then. I'm going to tell you, I wasn't saved. I, God was working on me. He was working through me. At the time, God was speaking to me. I tell people how God found me. He found me in a club. And people look at me crazy when I testify to that because I was a person that loved to party and go out. And I was sitting down one night and I was, I was at my lowest, sitting in the club and I was looking out onto the dance floor. And a still small voice said, what are you doing here? And I knew it was the voice of God. And I tell people, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's anywhere. He'll find you at your lowest. He'll find you. I tell people he'll find you at that crack, crack pipe in the whorehouse. Wherever he wants you, he's coming to get you. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So he spoke to me and I was at that point I, I say God what am I doing here let me get myself together I was like the prodigal son I had to dust myself off and find myself and I prayed a prayer and I said God I said all these qualities I wanted in a husband and I can't say exactly how long it was probably a couple of months I say and I ran into him and he began to talk to me and he wanted to like he said date my friend and I was like listening to him talk and God spoke to me he said that's that's the man you prayed for and I, I'm telling you, he was talking to me just like I'm talking to y'all. And people like, look at me crazy when I said, I said, what? And so I began to start looking at him and I was listening to him talking. He, I said, this man in church, I ain't in the church yet. God, how this going to work? <laughs> you know, I wasn't saved. I was still trying to go out here and there. You know, I was coming. I was coming, but I was still running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh -huh. so as I began to get to know him, God would speak to me. God would chastise me. You asked for this man. This is your husband. This is what you asked for. It was it was crazy how we met as well. But just that, you know, alone and just the God fearing of him allowing God to be the head of his life is really what attracted me to him. And I tell people, watching him and God helped to change me. He never once made me go to church. He never once made me get saved. He never, he will offer, you going to church this morning? You going, you know, as when we got married, after we got married and everything. So oh, I tell people, you have to live the life, you know, just, just watching him live the life, you know, that, that helped drew me closer to God. He didn't, in other words, he didn't give in. He said, how, how can two walk together except they agree? He didn't give in to me. He didn't let me deter him from serving God and loving God as hard as he did. Amen. Amen. That's beautiful, and I'm glad that you said that because we do um, have a lot of couples that are probably new coming into Christ. Maybe uh, there's a couple that saved someone that's not saved, and, you know, we know that the Scripture said that it's the believer that sanctified the unbeliever. So I'm glad as a kingdom couple, you do have that testimony and someone needs to hear that at this time because uh, i can go on and on with you both but i'm going to pass the mic on to queen vicky queen vicky i pass this mic on to you amen it's such an honor king and queen Peyton, Peyton, um how y'all have um they stayed on the ride 
in of the kingdom couple. And my question is, in staying in the ride, because I know the ride has had its ups and its downs, maybe loop the loop, especially with them five boys. Woo! Um, how did you, you both survive the tough times of staying on the ride or maybe even want to get off the crazy ride at some point, but you still <laughs> click that seat up down and you stayed? How did y'all survive? Um, and I'm going to start with the king um, first, and then uh, the queen can answer afterwards. How did y'all survive those difficult times um, to, to stay together all these years? Forgiveness. That's that's my biggest word is forgiveness. Don't hold grudges. When we have disputes or arguments or disagree, I'm going to say disagreement, not going to say argument. Just when we have a disagreement and we don't agree, talk about it. We talk it out. And so that's what I, the older I got, I always tell people when you first get married, you you becoming obviously you are one, but you are becoming one because you two different personalities. You get to know each other and know what. Don't push this this red button because it's gonna set her off, or that blue <laughs> button is gonna set him off. So I'm not gonna intentionally do that because when you love somebody, you don't push them to wrath. So what kept us is forgiveness, and we. If we have a disagreement, yeah, we might get upset, but we still come together and we talk about it and we apologize and we say, hey, I love you, and we move past it. Don't hold it. And that's what Bible talks about. Love covers a multitude. And that's that's what, when you're covering, you're forgiving. You're letting it go. You're not holding against that person. So yeah. when you learn how to forgive and you don't hold mm. it against that person, you don't. I, I tell you this, it's like when you don't forgive, it becomes like a sore and it festers and it gets bigger and it gets worse and you're not treating So my biggest thing is in, in marriage, we have to forgive and let it go. Cause we are, forgive we are and let it go. Yes, yes, yes. Go. Oh, that's so good, King, right there. That uh, I listen to the audience, that's with any relationship, learning how to forgive you said let it go because sometimes forgiveness we we'll forgive but we won't let that thing go because this can be, can be hard but i yeah, thank but god for you like, i'm i'm right i'm right you wrong and i'm gonna stick to my gun and that's i feel like that's selfish you do that so. selfish okay all right queen um yeah. difficult times did, did was it forgiveness for you or did you got a different perspective what how did you survive the ride on difficult times. From my perspective, it is praying because the Bible says foolish woman will tear a house down, a wise woman will build it up. Praying and, and learning, yes. like he said, which buttons to push and knowing how to how to deal with one another, you know. Just that alone, just just like considering his feelings and, and knowing, and you have to know your spouse. With me coming from what the background that I came from, I, I was coming out of the streets and I was just this tough person and I had this wall up and I, I tell people I thought I was a gangster, but the Holy Ghost came and it sat down and I still do at the time, but the Holy Ghost sit down on that thing. So, you know, just, just having, uh, he knows. So just coming from that background and knowing him and allow God will always, I tell my husband all the time, I say, don't worry about it when he going through things. I say, God crazy about you. I say, you know how I know that oh. man used to beat me down. He used to beat mm. me down about him. Just the way he say, you asked for this man. And in the beginning of, I'm going to talk a little bit, the beginning of our marriage. And how I used to be, I had to learn to be a submissive wife. And that's another thing as, as, as women, I'm going to say African-American, that, that's Peter. something so hard for us to do. 
Come on, yes, now. it is. But it takes a man, man, a God fear mm. man, a, a strong man, and you knowing your spouse <laughs> to be okay, present right. because. I came from having my own place, my own car, and having my, you know, and now I got this person in my life trying to tell me this or not really tell a boss because his job is to be the head. And a lot of women, yes. we don't allow that to happen. But you have that, and I take this back, that in, that's in also knowing your spouse and trusting your spouse. If you don't have that trust or, or, or knowing your spouse, yes, it's hard to be submissive. I, oh my yes. God, is hard. But but God was like, you asked for this man. I gave you this man. You see, this man is not the man that you, the boyfriend that you left, that was in the world. You know, he 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 mm-hmm. has the mm-hmm. has God inside of him, and you can trust him. He's gentle. He's calm. You know, why are you all boastful and wanting to fight and wanting to argue and. Yeah, he would speak to me, and 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 I, I just listen to the word of God, just listen to his voice, you know, speaking through me, and and leading and guide me on how to treat my husband. Oh, my God, that is so powerful. So, uh, Queen, I just gotta just jump in with this. So, did mm-hmm. did God love you through your husband and to teach you how to be submissive? You know, because oh, yeah. you know when we said we're looking for somebody to love God, mm. was that you felt like that was God loving you? Through your oh, husband. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, yes, that is so powerful yes, right there. Yes, yes, he did. I tell you what, <laughs> and I thank God for it to this day. You know, and, and if and this is another thing he said he'll order our footsteps if we allow him. We got to allow it. We have to listen. We uh, and then I'm gonna say this again. I said that he said I but I listen. God, even if I get outspoken and I think I'm right, God will say, you, "You're wrong." And being chastised and understanding and being able to say, God, forgive me. Let me go and try this again. You know, just listening, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. That's his, that's his job. If we allow. Yes, that's so awesome. That is so awesome. Going back and revisiting. And did you revisit with him after you repented to God as, you mm-hmm. know, for not being submissive? Or can you, did you make it right with your husband? You know, because oh, sometimes yeah. we feel like we can make it right with just with God. God, I repent, mm-hmm. I didn't do, I stepped over. Right, right. But we don't go back and, you know, and rectify the thing with our husband. That is so good. And um, at this time, I'm going to pass it to, I guess, uh, Queen Ernestine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm just like still in, in awe about this submissive thing. And I, I think we should stay right there with that submissive you, thing. Because did y'all get married? He was uh, in God and you were still in between the world. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, people, I know I was brought up in church where you marry when that person was good and saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. But what about our listening audience that people are not believers? Do you still date that person or still, did it change your love for them? Or King, I guess the King could answer this. Did it ever change your love for her knowing that she was in them streets? So, Did that make sense? Uh, you under, understand the question? Yes, it didn't change my love. I, I loved her when God, I listened to God and he was speaking to me and he was like, he is the one. And I saw, I was seeing, I'm very observant. 
and I saw the Lord, I was seeing the growth, and I was slowly, I was seeing the change. It was a little bit at a time, and I was patient with her, and I, I loved her in spite of her. And I was just patient, took my time, I didn't rush, we prayed together, I prayed for her, she prayed for me, and we allowed God to do it in His time. So that's where we came from with that. Amen. That's good. So you took your time. You said you observed that she was growing in that area. Because sometimes when we date people or a potential husband or wife, we still date them on the level that we think they should be on. So I'm glad that you said that, that you saw that they were growing, that you just wasn't in love with her potential, but you also saw her purpose in her life for you. So that is so good. I'm going to pass it to Queen Ernestine for the next question. Yes, you know what? I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to both of you and I'm actually absorbing. I'm taking this all in for myself and I'm in tears because you know what? Just looking at you all and I, and I just got to give honor where honor is due. For me, sometimes because of what I've been through when it comes to relationships, sometimes I feel like it's not possible, you know? And what this interview is giving me is hope. You know, because you both are the evidence that it is possible, even coming from different backgrounds. And for me to hear this queen says that through him, God had to teach me how to be submissive. I had to learn how to listen, although I'm outspoken. And just like I was telling you earlier, sometimes I think as women, um, Sometimes the different like flaws about us as pointed out, we think, oh my God, this is, I have to change this about me. And to have a king, God sent you a king, someone that you prayed for and specifically asked God for, and God brought this king in your life, and you said out your own words, he didn't try to change me, but his lifestyle influenced me. His lifestyle inspired me. Even when it came to church, he offered. It's like he, he didn't demand. He offered. And so for you to be drawn to him in that way and to be connected to him that way, because you both started out saying, you know, I was attracted to his physique. But for you to go from physique to, to end up being drawn to the spirit inside of everything. And then you say, I'm trying to help somebody. It helped me. Then, then you said that God chastised you about your husband. God got on you how you treated your king. God dealt with you. Something that the man of God said. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking this down because I'm telling you. I hope everybody gets their say. The man of God said forgiveness. He said not to hold on to grudges. The first thing he said is to fasten your seatbelt because marriage is a roller coaster ride and you're going to have yeah. your husband. That's the first thing he said. The second thing when Queen Vicky said, how do you get through the difficult times? How do you deal with that? And the first First thing came out of this man of God's mouth is forgiveness because I think in a lot of even relationships, just not even marriage, that we hold on to grudges, right? You know, um, I know somebody been married for 50 years. They just had their 51st year anniversary. And if the husband do something, the wife will bring up stuff that happened 30 years, you know. <laughs> and so just imagine being married to someone that long and not being forgiven, that grudge. You got 30 years of stuff you holding on to. Can you imagine how further they could be if they would just let go? And so 
this is good for even seasoned couples that's listening to this interview. So I didn't mean to give y'all a, just a breakdown. We are, but it's just this is so good, and I and I don't want people to miss it. You know, to miss the the nuggets that's coming out of this. And um, I do want to ask you a question though, as a couple, and I can start with you, Queen, with this one. Because you know how we do. We'll go buy some shoes and keep it in a trunk. <laughs> As a couple, have you ever kept secrets from each other, big or small? Queen? Uh, I'll say in, in the beginning of my marriage, I have, like you say, we'll buy some shoes and try to hide them and stuff. <laughs> That's Amen. the even, even even some big stuff, just because, like I said, just getting to know him and getting to where I could trust him. I think, I, I, like I said the other night, we was at a mar- marriage conference, just coming with baggage. I came with a lot of baggage, you know. Mm, we we like to keep our baggage over into a new relationship. Coming out of the relationship I was coming out of, I was used to fighting and, and cursing. And that was another thing, cursing. She helped me stop mm-hmm. cursing. I put that in. I got. I have to tell this everywhere I go because go he's he's not, he's not a cursor. Never been a curse. I've never heard him curse. All these years I've been with him, and I used to be a cursor, and I would curse him out so bad, and God would get on to me, and he'd say, "You gotta stop cursing me out." <laughs> and so he was like, "If you gonna say a curse word, say shoot or darn it, you know, just replace the word." And over the years, I would listen to him, and I just slowly start replacing him, and I don't even say those words. Thank God for my husband helping me through that. But just, just, just like, like I said, building one, one another up and encouraging one another. But just, just um, the little in the beginning of the marriage, yeah, I say I had some secrets, some stuff I didn't want to tell him, you know. But as as time progressed, I, I began to open up more, you know, and start um, being into him and telling him little stuff, you know. Um, and you know, he was, he, I guess he approached it okay. He probably upset a little bit, you know, without me telling him in, you know, a time before, but just, just little stuff, I'd say, you know. Okay. I can understand that. What about you, King? Have you ever kept secrets from her, big or small? Biggest secret. I, I have kept a secret, but it was to help make us more financially sound. And what I did was, yeah, my wife had a problem with saving and spending. So she had a problem with spending. And me, I was like, when we first got married, I was like, if you handle the finances and I wasn't watching. I had no input in it at all. So it was like, I would come and look at that. When I did go look at the finances, I'm like, where's the money? Because she was just, it was wide open. And I, I had no input in it. So what I did was I started saving. And I was like, hey, we need to, you know, we're stronger together. Right. We're one. We saved together. She didn't want to do it. I said, okay. So I began, and I was, I was like, I'm going to do this by myself. And what I did was I just kept saving, kept saving by myself. Save, 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 save. So one day I looked at my account, and I was like, now this is time to show her what you did by yourself and, and, and tell her, hey, this is what I did by myself. Now, if we work together, Amen. we can do this plus some. <laughs> so I, I, I got a copy of my bank statement. And I was like, I brought it across the table. I said, look what I did by myself. And she was like shocked when she saw the bank statement. She was like, you did that? I said, yeah, I did that by myself. 
Now, because I wanted to show her after I had asked, I didn't try to force it on her. I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry because she didn't want to be a part of it. So I said, I'm going to show her. So I saved, saved, saved. And I said, look what I did by myself. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine if we work together, what we can do and what we can accomplish together as one. So that was one of my secrets, but it was a secret to make us better. Amen. Amen. You know what? It's funny that you said that this was a secret to make us better because as you was talking, I'm like, that's not a secret. That's wisdom, you know? (laughs) And, um, you know, and I, and speaking of which, because I want to ask you this and and I will, I will, I will give this question to you, King Charles, because, you know, my mama old school, right? And um, the way I was raised, and, and I'm sure some queens understand this, what I'm about to say. But my mama always me keep your own money, right? Have your own account, have your own savings, and keep your own money. And me, myself, as being a divorcee, I do know I have an experience where, you know, somebody can change their mind at any moment and um, leave you or whatever. So for the, the couples that are listening, um, I know that usually, you know, I know how we're taught that the two become one. So do you agree with um, couples having their separate account or do you think that all of the money should be in one pot? Do, do you agree like, okay, I got a savings, she got a savings, and then we got to account together? Or do you think all everybody should just have one savings to account together and one checking account together? What, what are your thoughts about that? And I'll let both of you ask it. How do you feel about that? Here's my feeling on that is that mm-hmm. I fight. We, we do have a joint account together, joint checking, joint savings, and she has, a per, has her account and I have a meal account. I don't try to hide know what I got in there, but because there's things that she want to do for herself, and I have no problem with that, having a separate account, and we have what we call our general account, and I have my separate account. I have no problem with that at all, because I I expect, we work, and I expect her to enjoy some of her money and some of her, do things that she likes to do. You know, Amen. Go get, done. go get your feet done. I have no problem with that at all. Amen. Well, Queen, girl, God did his thing when he gave you your king, girl. Let me tell you. I told you he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Man of grace, man of wisdom, integrity. What What about you, Queen? What What are your thoughts about having separate accounts? Um, I agree with what he said because he knows, but um, that goes back to this again, trusting yourself. Like he said, I was the one spinning. Me and our marriage, is it may not be for everybody, but you have to know your spouse and know if you can trust your spouse because you either have one that can save or one that can spend, and then both may be savers. Like in our case, I'm more of the spender and he's more of the saver, so saver, so um, I I know I can trust him because my husband works hard and he works all the time. He's never in the store to buy anything. He don't just go off and say, oh, I'm going to go buy a car. I'm going to go buy without discussing. We discuss like big purchases with one another. You know, I, I and, and like you said earlier, you've been in a divorce and you, you know, looking, you know, about 
putting your money in an account with somebody, but that goes back to knowing your spouse and knowing you can trust your spouse. And and like you knowing, I know that my husband ain't gonna up and say, I'm gonna take all the money and leave her. He loves, he, that's the key word, love. <laughs> He Amen. loves his family. He takes care of his family. He's the head. He 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 loves God first. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Just just knowing that I know that I would never expect that to happen. And knowing that God put our union together, I wouldn't expect it. You know, temptation will always be there. Different temptation even with anything. But just right. just knowing him. Just knowing that I I I know I have a humble husband and a you know God fearing husband. Amen. So, Amen. So, that, that he loves his wife. What did the Bible say? Love your wife as you love the church. He loves his right. family. Mm-hmm. So. Amen. And I'm glad you pointed that out. And, and I'm going to just say this real quick. And then pass the mic to Queen Yolanda. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out that you know your spouse. You know that he loves you. But most importantly, you know that he loves God. And that just speaks was again like you said about the integrity of the relationship because a lot of times we focus on that you know how we used to wear the little bracelets what would jesus do so when i hear you say that it's almost like in reference to him like what would jesus do he has the integrity of a man of god so that is so important to know who you marry in and, and know their character and know their integrity so thank you for pointing that out. Y'all are dropping all these jewels tonight. So at this time, I will pass it on to Queen Yolanda. Yes. Thank you so much, Queen Honestine. Okay, listen. Y'all already know that I'm a little something. I'm a little hot tamale, okay? So I like to I'll ask the hot questions. <laughs> so I do have two questions I am going to ask. But the first question is, we already know in a relationship in a marriage y'all have been together for so many years and y'all got five kings okay coming up kings I'm talking about y'all did y'all things and don't have one little girl don't have not one princess I was told honey I got me them good strong jeans honey you know for you to have all them boys and no girls so <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> so with that being said, y'all don't try having them babies back to back, back to back, and still no girl. So, can y'all tell uh, who've been in a in a marriage for a couple of years? How do y'all keep the spice in the relationship? How do y'all keep, you know, things? You know, going where y'all are, are still, y'all still love each other. You know how you look somebody in the eye and y'all still look each other in the eye and still smile and, you know, and know what each other want and things like that. I mean, what are some of the things that you all do to keep things um, nice and spicy in your marriage? Never stop dating. Yes. Never stop dating. <laughs> that's, that's. Never stop dating. Never All right. Always make her smile or laugh. Just say anything. Just, you know, look, just, just smile, yes. laugh. We have fun. We enjoy each other's yes. company. Yes. Never, 
you can't stop dating. You can't stop enjoying each other's company. Go out. We go out. If we don't do nothing but go out to the movies, we have uh-huh. a date night. And yes. I'll, that age now, we like, hey, we're out of here. <laughs> Nobody, I, I always say, uh, my kids are old enough. Our kids are old enough now. And I say this, everybody in here can they feed themselves and wipe their own butt. So we leave them on. Come on. <laughs> we all I leave. know that's right. Amen. We just went out last. We just went out Saturday. We always yes. go somewhere. Just me and her. Yeah. Spend time alone, away from mm-hmm. all noise, away from yes. people. It's just that intimacy of just us two. Mm, right. Nobody. So, King, when you talk about y'all two, just y'all two, what are some of the things that you do to make her feel special? Like, baby, you're the only one. You know, y'all still hold hands. Do you, you know, I mean, you open the car door for her. Do you kiss her in the open? Tell us what you do. I kiss her in the open. I hold her hand. We walk and hold hands. And I really believe in chivalry. You know, open the door. Mm-hmm. To look sure that I still love her and that she she's still the apple of my eye. So it's it's little things like that. Well, what's her nickname? You got everybody have a nickname. What's her nickname? What you call her? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, is that too deep? Is that laughing? <laughs> you got. Is it too hot? Is it too hot for the radio radio station? <laughs> he blushing, y'all. He'll blush in a minute. Oh, oh, so, that, so listen, that baby, that must be too deep. So listen, we're gonna leave that alone. So queen, what do you what what you say? He say he's not saying he blushing, y'all. Ooh, I can imagine what he's thinking about, honey. Well, Queen, what do you call him? What is his nickname? What you call him? What you, I don't know. I got something. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, Sugar Plum. I got a few. <laughs> No, it ain't oh, okay. just, just because we have a, you know what else I thought about you speaking about um, intimacy, just having a physical attraction to one another. Just, mm. Not only physical, but spiritual as well, I say, but just right. being in, in, in the marriage, and I and I was talking to my friend the other day because she's a single woman, and right. I tell her, I said, you want a husband I say you the Bible say he that findeth a wife I say you have to wait while you're waiting you prepare and you pray mm-hmm. I say, okay you're not to be looking anyway I had to tell her that just mm-hmm. to bring that mm-hmm. you know so you should be waiting and preparing to be a wife you know different qualities that a wife should already have like my husband he didn't talk about it but just meeting me he said he tell people he said I prayed for you and I prayed that she didn't have children, and I prayed that she was able to cook in different qualities and that clean. He, and clean. Ooh, Lord. So that come to your, she had her own place. It was nice and clean. I'm going to bring that up while I come on my It was nice and clean, and she was like, I'm going to cook for you. Mm. 
I'm over there. First thing when I walk in, it smell nice. It was clean mm. in there. Wow. And then it was like in the middle of the week, I think it was. And the meal, the plate she said on the table, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Okay. I was like, greens and all kind of stuff on you. I'm like, wow. In the middle of the week. <laughs> what? Okay. A whole Sunday dinner. How old, and then, How old she, were you? And she probably she served you too, Vincent. I was, what was I? 21, 20, 21? <laughs> Listen, and, and she got a whole, she got a, and she can cook like that at right. and And during the week, during the week, the middle of the week, come on now. You knew you had you something. <laughs> I love it. So let me ask y'all, let me ask, let me go to the, let me ask y'all, I do have another question I want to ask you on. Do you all know each other's purpose and goals in life? Does it? change anything in your relationship with each other so do y'all have uh, a purpose and goal in life do y'all know each other's purpose and goals in life uh, well my wife's purpose is be financially sound our, our purpose together is to be financially sound mm-hmm. so, we won't be in bondage and so we can work right. in the ministry so it won't be no strain on the ministry right. God blesses us to be a blessing to people to other people mm-hmm. that's one of our main goals is to, for God to bless us and keep blessing us so we can keep blessing and, and when right. Jesus went about he talked to the needs of the people and that's how you draw people you speak to the needs people stay mm. home they they need clothes you put clothes on their back they need a roof right. over their head they need some assistance that's mm-hmm. that's, that's our purpose is we have a heart mm-hmm. for people and speak to the people's needs and when you speak to those people's needs the spiritual man will come to me. I've saw it mm. and I've heard it over and over again. That's how you break the ice. You feed that man or that woman. Come here, let me talk to you. Come that's on. You know. That, that's our main purpose. That's one of our main purposes. I love it. Financially sound. So we can do full-time ministry. So we can draw all. That's my purpose is draw souls. Because I feel like in the society we in right now, you see it all over the news and everywhere. You got the enemy in everything. And they try to slip little stuff in there. I don't. We don't let our kids watch anything. Right. Because we have to guard them gates. Yeah. We have to guard them gates. With children. Mm. Guard them gates. That, that's our, our, our objective is. To be financially sound. 
Well, that's good. And thank you. Thank you for the king. You done came out that shell. Like, I am thoroughly <laughs> enjoying it. Listen, your queen can't even get a word in. <laughs> I'm so happy, though. You don't understand. I know. I'm trying to say, you don't just, oh, that's an anointing. That queen Ernestine prayed. Listen, listen, that's the hey, the hey, that thing was destroyed tonight. So I, I have really been enjoying you all tonight. I thank you all so much for your time. I'm going to pass the mic to Queen Ernestine. Let her um, finish up, and then we're going to go from there. I thank y'all so much. I love y'all. I have thoroughly enjoyed you all on tonight. Let's just tell everybody we've been knowing you for a long time. So Don't tell it, King. We've been knowing you for a long time. We appreciate you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what? I, I don't want to end this party on tonight because this is like a treasure chest of jewels, but I, I think it'll be robbery to our audience if, if we would not allow y'all to um, be able to share um, two things. The first thing is if you can give um, one affirmation each about marriage to the kings and queens that's listening, that's tuning in, what would that affirmation be? And then for the ones that are listening, um, and I think I shared this with your queen in a private conversation, so I'm going to just say this openly in public. So the world can hear it. Y'all need to write a book. Okay? The world needs to hear these nuggets and read about it. Do do a master class, write a book. But y'all need to write a book because God has a marriage ministry on the inside of you. So the other question I wanted to ask you, could one of you give out your information about your church and your social media platforms? But before you do that, can you please give one affirmation, one from you, King, and one from you, Queen, to the couples that are listening? Can you give them an affirmation about marriage? It is possible. We discussed this. <laughs> marriage is possible with work, with with God being the head. With You know, we try to fit him in different places, but if he's the head, it is possible. And that's something that us as a couple we, we, we learn and we grew together to know God God joined us together, you know, and, and he said don't let nobody put you on so just having him in the the head of our life, I think that's what makes our marriage what it is. And him being having we both having a filled with the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us, allowing it to lead and guide us and, and knowing that we are called According to his purpose, we are called and, and we walk in that and our calling and and knowing who we are in God. Just knowing who you are and, and knowing who we are to one another, you know, I would say. Amen. It is. What about my you, King? What would be your my affirmation? My affirmation is to uh, any couple that's, you know, engaged or going out in, 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 in marriage is just trust each other listen to each other and just love on each other because I tell people this life is short uh, just like I said at the beginning don't hold grudges love forgive and just let it go 
that's that's my one of my main objectives to newlyweds or you know, people that's dating. And when you're dating somebody, you want to sit down and, and understand or uh, talk about the future. Where, where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years, 15 years? What's your plans in life? What do you want to accomplish? Not only financially, but spiritually. What, what do you want to do? So you have some concept of who you're dealing with and, and where you want to go in life. And then you know, just take it from there and take it slow. Don't be, don't rush. Take your time, understand each other, and, and get an understanding of each other, and just communicate. That's that's one of the biggest things in marriage. You gotta learn how to communicate. Amen. 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 Well, with that being said, um, King Charles, thank you so much for standing in this virtual pulpit and letting the Lord use you, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate um, you, sir, for being an example and a role model for all the future kings that will be listening to this interview. Um, I, at this time, Queen Inez, you know I love you, girl. I just fell in love with you throughout the first conversation. And it's like we've been joining at the hip ever since. I'm gonna make you laugh later, but <laughs> but but I would like for you to do Queen. Can you just share um, you and your husband's ministry um, social media platform? If there's a contact number, an email, because I'm sure after our audience hear what you have to say, they 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 want to contact you. So can you just share with us how the audience can um, reach out to you both? Amen. Um, we are at. The Experience Worship Center, we have services first and third Sundays at 3 p.m. at 1304 11th Street Southwest here in Live Oak, Florida. We are always live on Facebook on those Sundays. Um, They can follow us on Facebook at the Experience Ministries. Um, If you want to be a blessing to the ministry, we have a cash app. It's dollar sign EWC, the word ministry. Amen. And right now, that's our social media. We're looking to expand and do some more stuff in this year. Like they say, 2023 is it's the year for me. So, Amen. you know, different things like that. So, um, right right now, that's where they can reach us at. Um, I want the email on there. Um, um, we can, you can also email us at ECAP. Um, 78 at yahoo.com Amen, amen uh, Say that email one more time Queen, make sure they get it It's, it's, my la- it's our last name backwards It's E-T-A-P 78 at yahoo.com Okay, so you all y'all heard it first from this king and queen, the pate we just thank them for their time, thank them for their transparency, and overall, we just thank them for their ministry. Um, at this time, we are going to get ready to let you all know what the queens and kings have going on on our individual platform. I want to start off with King Apostle. You guys make sure you all follow him at, at on Facebook at Timothy Carter. Again, he got a lot of great outreach going on with his ministry 
Um, he's always posting, letting you know how you can give to his ministry. He do believe in helping the community, helping the children, helping the less fortunate. So please be a, a blessing to the man of God. Go on his Facebook page and, and share his content so it can get the word out about the great outreach that he's doing in Texas and abroad. Also with me, as I said earlier, I'm Queen Ernestine. I'm super excited about my new book, Free by Love. Um, I just got got a message the other day. So yay, my book will be here in a week or so. So I'm just super excited about everyone that pre-ordered the book, getting y'all books in the mail. Um, I just got got phone call today about someone want to buy books for their prison ministry. So I'm super excited about that. Please, you all, it, uh, continue to support. I'm still doing a pre-order special, two books for $25. You don't want to miss out on this uh, great deal. Also, I want you guys to continue to follow me on Facebook at Ernestine L. Smith. Ernestine is spelled E-A-R-N-E-S-T-I-N-E-L Smith. Or you can reach me on Instagram at Earn for Love. That's N-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V. And I am on Clubhouse three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. Follow me on the Word of the Day Clubhouse, um, Prophetic Inspirations ES. Um, you can look up my name or just find me as Prophetic Inspirations. I'm on Clubhouse. Be with me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 9 a.m. God is moving. God is speaking. And I'm super excited again about 2023 and the things that God is doing. And I now pass the mic to Queen Vicki Robinson. Amen. I am so grateful, King and Queen, for you joining us tonight. Um, you have dropped so much value and jewels. Um, but I just want to say that uh, I am um, Vicki Robinson on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, it's all things new, number four for me. Also, I'm a co-author of Elevation to Queen Status, which you can go on Amazon and purchase it. Um, the book, um, we have king, uh, queens that have told their testimony, um, and it's a great book. Um, I also had somebody reach out today, was talking, raving about the books, the testimonies, and how they're sharing it. And so please, please, please um, definitely go on Amazon, purchase that book, Elevation to Queen Status. I'm so grateful. Um, also, our Queen Yolanda um, is definitely one of the, uh, the author of that book as well. So um, I thank God for you and our listening audience. Um, and I'm a pastor, Mike. Amen to Queen Yolanda for what she has going on. Amen. Thank you all for this. Uh, this has been a blessing on tonight. Well, I tell you, it's been awesome. <laughs> y'all heard that? So um, we are doing a New Band Queens um, edition in the month of May. We are talking about getting the mothers out there uh, to celebrate, you know, all women. We're doing a Father's Day edition. We just want to celebrate those that have been a blessing to us. So if any of you are interested in getting your mother, brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, uh, nephew, or somebody you want to celebrate, pastors, come on, get them inside the magazine. 
If you if you love them, love them. Come on, you want to really show your appreciation for them, get them on the cover. In order to do that, you got to reach out to me at nbqmagazine at gmail.com. And then also, if you would like to do something special on the radio show, you would like to celebrate one of your loved ones, and you would like to uh, do a happy birthday shout-out, or, hey, would you like for us to uh, say, will you marry me on the radio show? We are here for that. You hear me? You would like to advertise. If you have any upcoming events, reach out to us at nbqtalkshow at gmail.com. And we will put their information out on the radio. We will let you know what is needed and what will it take for you to get on the show, okay? Well, that will be all, y'all. This has been such a blessing. Y'all have been great. We appreciate each and every one of you who listens in faithfully. Thank you so much. Continue sharing this. Make sure that you download the app so that you can listen in even the other couples that's on, we have the Love Nest. We have all sorts of people that's on Zenith Radio Show that have great insight, great information to share. Not just Nubi and Queen Radio Talk Show, but we have a family of other people here on Zenith Radio. you got to check them out. Okay, but this is our part of the broadcast. We absolutely love you all. You all take care. Thank you so much for your time, and we love you again. And thank you. Don't forget to reach out to the of couples on tonight, okay? All right, God bless you. Peace and blessings.